whip. Man, Gage, I didn't know you were so good at piano. I am, and I'm playing that live. Wow. Just so everybody knows. Yeah. When did you uh, decide to build a keyboard directly into your computer desk? (laughs) Just uh, this morning. (laughs) Oh, or did you learn that on uh, how to use your your keyboard and use that as a piano? Oh, really? I don't know. You tell me. No, no. I just built a keyboard right here in the desk. Oh. So if you hear any, like, random, like keyboard noises it's because i you know place my elbow on it and it fucks it up you know (laughs) and it fucks it up he says fucks up the whole thing it's still really impressive i must say you know who you know who else owns a piano but decided not to learn how to play piano no mitchell really oh yeah didn't you buy him that for christmas last year i bought him a 200 hundred dollar fucking piano that also has a little mixer board on the left hand side so he could actually download like a bass kick drum snare whatever so he could loop like almost like rap songs or whatever little beats in there and you know or little dude going skirt skirt (laughs) and or or like a (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) or if he really wanted to but he told me that he got the piano he was really excited and then he took like two lessons and then he just stopped did he just didn't have the time for it or oh no he has the time for it if he has time to play video games he definitely has the time to learn the piano so and i know that he's been playing a lot of pe a lot of video games um for instance we played um in between Last Christmas and this Christmas, we played about 200 hours of Elden Ring, uh, <laughs> 40 hours of Callisto Protocol, um, and then he also beat God of War, God of War Ragnarok. Um, he also, I don't, I you know, quite a bit Damn. of we played a lot of Diablo three together. Um, so yeah, I yeah, I would say that his, he had his the opportunity. priorities are are in the in in video games, not in uh, making music. Which you know, I get it. We've all yeah. bought stuff that we're like, I'm going to use this every day. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think now it's going to be funny, man, because, you know, I will it not this Christmas. Um, I already bought him his uh, gifts for Christmas this year. But next year, I might just buy him a bunch of like podcasting stuff since, <laughs> you know, he said that he needed a uh, a small break from the podcast, and he's missed, I don't know, whatever, 40 episodes now. Sure. Um, I'm just going to buy a bunch of podcasting stuff, just because I think it would be funny at this point. Sure. Or you just buy yourself new stuff, get a new microphone, and then just give him your old stuff. Well, I was going to buy him stuff that I want for podcasting, but gift it to him, so then that way when he's like, oh, I don't actually really want that, I'll be like, oh. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess I could take it. I would take that off your hands, buddy. Yeah. Like the good person I am. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now, Robert, I I do have a quick question for you. Okay. Uh, Have you been following the most recent space news? 
uh, there's a lot of space news, my friend. There Are we is. talking about um, hypersonic missiles, power fusion technology in space, SR-72 no, no, no. Blackbird technology? No. Um... <laughs> what? So, I, I guess I shouldn't have said, well, you're never going to get it, but I'm going to play you a little uh, sound that was recorded, and I want you to uh, tell me what the sound is. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. That's it. Now, I'm going to go ahead and give you three guesses. If you want to hear it again, feel free. I'll, I will gladly play it again. What noise was that? Was this the um, sound that one of uh, Elon Musk's Starlink satellites was picking up from deep space? No, it was not. Mm. Was Do you it... need to hear it again? Was and I promise, it's not just me blowing on the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I... <laughs> I, 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 I <laughs> Coming from deep space. Um, play it again for me, please. Are you ready? Yep. Yeah, okay, I can go ahead. I'll play that for you. So see, it's funny. It's you said that it's coming from deep space, but it sounds. I like, didn't say deep space. I said space. Oh, space. Which you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say, um, Gage, you were standing on your back patio on a windy day. <laughs> it's actually, it's been really windy here, so it's pretty reasonable uh, 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 guess there. But uh, no, that is the uh, Mars Perseverance rover. It picked up the uh, noise of a dust devil. That was 387 Ooh. foot tall, and that's the first time they've ever recorded the sound from from Mars, and uh, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Oh, <laughs> sounds like wind, like you were standing on your back and, uh, patio with a microphone. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, not very exciting, but it is kind of cool, right? That that noise is a dust devil, the same thing that happens here, but it's on Mars, which makes it that much cooler. Yeah, now what I'm curious, did uh, the Mars rover send it back in an MP3 format? Or I think it was a dot uh, dot wave. It was a wave file. A yeah. wave file, <laughs> compressed. They had to they use uh, Win Seven uh, Win WinRare to unzip. We the had file. To, to unzip it. Yeah, right. That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Took eight minutes to get here. Eight, eight minutes to get here, and then NASA forgot that they uh, uninstalled uh, WinRAR on the computer because they had to make some room for downloading some new satellite programs, and then so right. They had to go into the trash can, empty the recycling bin, redown, <laughs> go to Google, Google WinRAR, right. redownload it, the whole nine yep. yards. Yep. Yep. So that's science news number one. Science news number two, Robert. Uh, there's been a uh, – this is more in the medical field, but there has been a breakthrough where they are using um, – this might be a little weird, but they're using foreskins to replace people's eyelids that have had their eyelids burned off or uh, – you know, damaged for whatever reason. Um, the only issue is, you know, the people come out just a little cockeyed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <so laughs> uh, 
I was about to ask you a serious question, like, is that baby foreskin or like adult? Yeah, that is. Yeah, no, it's uh, baby foreskins (laughs) (laughs) or uh, recently deceased foreskins. Ah, dude, that's hilarious. Yeah, I thought so, too. (laughs) Great stuff, Gage. Great stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing but the best here. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing but high quality podcasting here, my guy. Nothing. uh, Nothing. Nothing non-serious here. Non-serious. Nothing serious. here. Yeah, it's just a A little bit of both, to be honest. Well, and so, Gage, I know that and this is uh, also, I guess, along the lines of um, back to space news a little bit. I I do want to drop just a a little bit of quick news, which I think uh, I want to discuss this on the next episode um, because you brought up the whole Mars um the Mars uh win win rare uh win rare file that came across, you know, the win zip <laughs> file. Right. Right. That NASA had to uh go ahead and yeah, expand on. But um I think on the next episode we need to talk about also uh hypersonic missiles and SR seventy two Blackbird technology. So do you remember did you see the new uh, Top Gun movie? No, I did not see it. You did not, okay. Did no. you see the trailer to the Top Gun, the new Top Gun movie? Probably, but that's probably, you know, six, eight months ago now that I've seen it. Do you recall the scene where there's a dude standing on a road and what looks like the SR-71 Blackbird flies over his head and it blows the roof off a little security building? No, no. Okay, so little quick story time for you. Amazing technology did this, but... The SR-72, or the SR-71 Blackbird, was the original design of the Blackbird, right? Um, well, the original was an A-12. And or sorry, was, the A-12. A-12 was for the CIA, and the SR-71 was the Air Force variant of the airplane. But yeah, right. it's, it's the same thing, basically. And so the SR-71, man, incredibly fast plane. Um, it was developed quite some time ago, actually. Yeah, 60s. They were really questioning whether or not to make a newer version of it because they were struggling to find other, I guess, actual useful reasons for the SR-71 besides surveillance things. And they were coming out with new fighter jets, you know, some of the new uh, um, seventh uh, gen fighter jets that they're coming out with. You know, the sixth gen was what the the F-22 or whatever it was, but or the fifth generation, but. Some of the newer generations that they're coming out with, they were just questioning. They've got some of the new uh, um, stealth bombers and stuff that they're coming out with that they wanted, like, Lockheed Martin to actually develop and all this shit. Then when Top Gun was coming out, they decided that they loved the S the SR-71 Blackbird so much that in the movie, they wanted Tom Cruise to actually be flying an SR-72 Blackbird, which wasn't technically made up yet. So they had asked... Um, the original developers man to go in and start developing this SR-72. It was kind of just this, like, whatever, we'll make some shit up. They started kind of like digging into it more, decided that they actually wanted to develop it a little bit more or as vice versa that the movie found out about it, the creators. Um, and in that trailer scene, the roof that blew off of the building, that was a prop building that they had made. But mm-hmm. that SR-72 Blackbird was literally so fucking fast that it literally actually blew the goddamn roof off of the prop and it wasn't supposed to happen but they decided to leave it in the movie because it actually was so fucking cool that the the fighter jet actually did that so there's a little more backstory to it 
the SR-72 concept and where they're actually going with the whole thing, man, we'll dive into the details of it, but um, potential concepts that the SR-72 is going to be able to go into kind of like a almost a light orbit of space, basically, too. So more details to come on that on the next episode. Yeah, and quick fun fact, if... Uh, for anybody out there, the SR-71 was actually called an RS-71 mm-hmm. when uh, Lyndon Johnson, when he was president, you know, the United States was worried we're falling behind the Soviets, that kind of stuff. Um, so they they announced to the world that we had this plane. They didn't show it off, but they announced it. It goes this fast, whatever. And he called it the SR-71 on accident instead of the RS-71. And then they had to go through and change all the naming on it because the president screwed it up and switched the two <laughs> letters around. <laughs> well, maybe uh, we can make it a round fucking two on the SR-72. You never know. <laughs> nah, it's going to be the RS-72 just to, you know, fuck everything up right now. <laughs> yes, 100%. So, I mean, if we're talking about planes, did you see the uh, B-21? I did. The new yes. bomber. It looks yep. so sweet. I mean, yes. it looks almost like a B-2, but just cooler. Almost looks like a B2, man. And then there was a lot of uh, images that came out of other concept art um, of what the the B21 would have looked like um, if God, who was it, man? And it was this article that I was reading if other companies had designed it, basically, like if uh, car companies had designed it and <laughs> if like SpaceX had designed it and all this shit. Yeah. And there were so many ridiculous concept like art concepts coming out about about this uh this fucking plane dude because everyone's been kind of wait well i guess in the world of planes like everyone's been kind of waiting for it ish but yeah so um we can talk about more planes i guess uh next episode yeah, right we might have to i, might I have could to. talk i could talk planes all day so which I guess we'll uh, we'll have to create a whole yeah we'll create a whole episode about that and we would love to get some voicemails I guess about it and see what uh, what yeah. everyone else says and what they voicemails uh, emails dick yes. pics whatever you want to send us we're not picky we're <laughs> D- <laughs> <laughs> not picky maybe maybe don't maybe limit them I mean one one per listener please yeah if if you could just kind of hold off yeah just a little bit so. Um, but with that being said, though, Gage, I believe we have some voicemails that we've been sitting on for a little bit, my friend. Oh, yeah, buddy. In a world full of misinformation, two below-average podcasters try to do the impossible and answer your burning tech questions. It's time for voicemails. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. <laughs> and yes, I did call you below-average. That's okay. I, you know, I, I will accept that um, because I would say that that's an improvement from where I set my own bar at. So thank you, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I we know who we are and we're not afraid to, to make fun of ourselves <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so what do we got for voicemails on this episode? So after, H? you know, weeding through all the dick pics, weeding through all the questions, weeding through all the voicemails, I did come out with two that are reasonable and maybe... You know, good thing to talk about right here before Christmas and uh, a couple good recommendations, that kind of thing. So, uh, I mean, I guess we'll just listen to the first one, yeah? Yeah, jump right All in. Right. Uh, uh, hey there, uh, Ronald and uh, 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 Gabe. My name is Thomas. I'm from <laughs> Vancouver. And, uh, you know, my son, uh, he gave me his Christmas list the other day and he says he wanted a microphone. And I said, well, no, 
you know, we can't really get you one of them because the, uh, you know, the government listens to those. But, uh, you know, I wanted to get uh, your fine fellers, uh, your opinion on it and see if you had a, a uh, recommendation. He plays a lot of uh, Fortnite and uh, he always says he wants to talk with his friends. Uh, so, you know, if you could just go ahead and let me know what, uh, you know, what uh, you thought about that and what uh, you would, uh, you know, go ahead and get there. That would be great again. Uh, Thanks again. Thank you, Ronald and Gabe. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye now. Hmm. Well, did first... You ca- did you catch his name? Did he have a name? Uh, No, I but I, I know that he got my name wrong, that dirty son of a oh. bitch. So, oh. you know, I he guess... Probably, he probably doesn't listen. You know, it's like when you tell your parents your friend's name, right? And they forget yeah. it all the time. It's just like yeah. his son probably listens to us, and he's like, oh, you know... Robert's so great, and he's like Ronald, huh? I should give Ronald a call. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. You know, it's 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 an honest mistake. People get uh, names mixed up and wrong all the time, so um, sure. it's okay though. But anyways, to to answer your your question, there, fuckface. Um, Whoa, I. W- <laughs> Or sorry, sorry, I, I must have gotten your name good, mixed up there. Good sir. Good sir. I do apologize. Yeah, I, d- I truly do apologize. I must have just uh, slipped my mind there for a quick second, your your actual <laughs> name. But um, I, th- I think uh, when it comes to microphones, it really depends on what you're going for here, right? So um, every they make multiple different kinds of microphones for many types of situations, okay? Um whether you're going for, and we'll get into, I guess, the microphones best for your son for uh, streaming and playing Fortnite. Um, yeah, because I think he just—he basically just said wants to talk to his friends, right? Yeah, he right. Didn't really mentioned streaming or podcasting or anything cool like that, right? And that's where though there's so much data out on the internet. We want to simplify it. We want to give you, I guess, uh, uh, we're going to give you a little background, a little bit of knowledge on other different types of mics, and then we're going to give you basically our thoughts on it, right? So when it comes to to mic technology, right, Gage, and feel free to chime in at any point in time mm-hmm. and stop mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong here, but um, out of all the different types of mics, they, they make like shotgun mics, they make uh, little lap mics, they make uh, clip mics for your shirt, they make um, streaming mics, there's like 360 mics, there's podcast, whatever, right? They make all these different cuts. So we're going to start with the ones that you should not get, okay? The ones that you should not get, don't get him a little clip-on mic that clips onto his t-shirt or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those are more meant for really if you're doing, I guess, uh, I mean, they're, they're not going to provide the best quality, I guess. Um, they're going to pick up a lot of audio all around the place. They're meant more so for like interviews or if you're really planning on maybe something where you need a long, kind of a long cord between the camera and the mic. Um, yeah. that, you know. It's more for, I guess, an, you know, that's for like if you're making a video. Yeah, like in not like a gaming video if you're like you said interviewing somebody or you're standing far away from the microphone like rhodes got a wireless one they all make the wired ones that hook into your camera to record but that's not what you're going to be using for just talking with your friends on Fortnite. yeah and that's where different types of mics will make a difference um, and this is where there's different, I guess, and we'll kind of go into the details, but there's also within that mic, there's different types, right? You've got like, um, 
between like condenser mics and ribbon mics and all that kind of stuff, proximity uh, mics and effects, um, you got to be careful on what you buy. So that that kind of mic is only good if you're going to be making YouTube videos and you've got kind of a distance between you and the camera. Um, they make shotgun mics. Shotgun mics are meant more so for really concentrating the area that you want to pick up the sound from. So, for instance, if you're doing surveillance work and you're trying to pick up on a conversation from, you know, at your neighbor's house, um, then a shotgun mic would be good because then you could pick up. <laughs> you could pick up. <laughs> thanks, Sketch. You could pick oh. up a uh, a conversation from anyone's house at at quite the distance if you got a really sure. good shotgun mic. Or if you're right, just trying to. You know, listen to hear what you're, you know, you're, when you're a kid and you kind of hear your parents like whispering in the back, like, I, I just, I don't know about him. And I, I don't know, you know, <laughs> hey, that's what that's great for is, is listening in on that and, and hear what your parents are talking about you for. And um, yeah, also, you know, you see shotgun mics a lot of times too, um, you know, w- people streaming or whatever. If, if, if you don't see, you know, like if you and I were on a stream, like you'd be able to see our microphones because they're right in front of us. Well, uh-huh. a shotgun mic would be good for being like behind the monitor and like kind of up above you. It's better for being like out of the way. But, you know, you're also, that's going to be more of a professional setup where you can control your audio and what's going on around you where, you know, you and I were at our houses. You've got kids running around. I got a roommate. I got a bird. They make noises. And, and so it's easier for us to have a microphone really close to us. So we can kind of block out everything else. Where if you got a shotgun mic, it's going to pick up a lot of stuff, but it's going to be outside of the view of the camera, so it's going to look better. Exactly. And so then, one of the last ones, right? So then they also make. I mean, I guess between engage, I don't. Maybe you know a little bit more about this, but the inner workings of the mic between like dynamic and condenser microphones, mm-hmm. cardioid. I, I, Mm-hmm. When it when it comes to actually, I guess like streaming, Gage, do you really have an opinion? I guess on which one's going to be best for like just not hanging out, talking to your friends. I mean, if you're just like to be completely honest, if you're just playing Fortnite and hanging out with your friends, you don't necessarily need like a a Yeti or uh, you know any. You don't really need like a nice microphone. It's almost better to just have a headset with the microphone on the headset. Uh-huh. I mean, they're pretty good. Like realistically. Wired headset microphones are actually really pretty good compared to how they used to be where, you know, you're not going for 100% perfect audio quality. You're just trying to be able to hear your friends. So, Uh you know, maybe your son plays through the speakers and you're tired of hearing that. Get him a headset with a microphone and then you don't have to hear that anymore. He can talk with his friends. He can do his own things. Um, But I guess, you know, it depends what he's going to get into. If he's getting into podcasting or streaming or something like that you're gonna want to at least get like a usb mic i mean you could even get like a cheap one for 20 bucks like we've had the cheap microphones they work pretty good we started out there yeah yeah you can't there's no control you can't adjust your gain you can't adjust anything like that but it's 20 bucks you know then next there's there's cheaper mics like around you could get a really good microphone for 80 bucks like a a at2020 from audio technica you know they're good and then obviously once you get even further into it then you're getting into XLR mics and that's a whole different thing where you need an amp and you know mm-hmm. but that's 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 when you're a big cool person like Joe Rogan yeah way way down the road and so yeah. in all honesty like when it comes to simple steps like Gage said a simple headset with a microphone 
works perfect for just chilling, talking to some friends, whatever. If you're eventually going to get into any sort of like streaming, video making, stuff like that, $20 mics on Amazon will do you just fine. If you are concerned about audio quality because you want to start kind of upping, I guess, your production, um, like me engaged did, I now own a Blue Yeti USB mic. It just sounds a little bit more crisp. It's a condenser phone, uh, microphone. Um, Gage owns a, what is it, El Gato? It's an El Gato, El Gato. Wave 3. Yes. The Algato Wave 3, his Cat 3 to go with his uh, fucking cat <laughs> steamy dick. Uh, <laughs> Forgot about steamy dicks. Yeah, steamy dick plugged into his uh, his cat microphone. So That's right. Um, but yeah, it's there's a wide variety. I think it just depends on how much he actually uses it. Um, and then also it kind of depends on what he's actually like. What is he playing video games on? Is he playing on an Xbox and PlayStation? Right. Headset, microphone, all the way. Is he playing on PC? Maybe a $20 microphone, condenser, USB mic, probably not a bad idea. Um, yeah. Not necessary, the, but... The one thing I would say, if you do have the $20 microphone, you know, obviously that microphone doesn't come with, like, a mic arm, a boom arm. You're going to have it, like, sitting in front of you, and it can get in the way. Like, if you're playing a game, you might hit it with your mouse, it might get in the way of your keyboard, that kind of stuff. So there might be an added expense with that, but realistically i mean i think our mics boom arms were like 30 bucks if that yeah 30 bucks came with a little suspension guy to kind of help with in case you accidentally knock your desk it doesn't sound all scratchy and everything right, <laughs> right which we ran into early on podcasting where like every little tap you would just hear it'd be like you know yeah right yeah so, I, depending on his setup, man, you can go any direction there, but we recommend, for the most part, stick with the headset microphone. If you want something a little bit cleaner, you can definitely get him a $20 condenser USB mic. Get him a boom arm if it's on PC, all that kind of stuff. Um, and otherwise, you know, have fun. Keep it clean. Yes. Yeah. Stay classy, Keep San Diego. Or, I mean, Stay Canada. Canada. Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah, you know. You know. Don't you hey. know? Cool, cool. Good, good. All right. Well, we got one more, so... I guess let's just get right into it. Hey there, boys. Um, my name is Becky. And hey, I was just giving y'all a call because I had a quick question for you about the video cameras. See, now my grandma was looking uh, to uh, get some uh, some cameras put out on her property so she could see anybody who was, uh, you know, uh, coming up to her door or uh, pooping by a tree or, you know, anything like that that happens in normal neighborhoods. So, uh... <laughs> Just want to go ahead and ask you boys, especially you, Robert, uh, what you thought about cameras and uh, whether uh, there's a specific brand I should be looking for or anything like that. So any advice I could uh, <coughs> gather from you boys would be really great. Again, this is Becky, uh, and I look forward to hearing you tell me about it. Thanks, boys. Wow. Becky. Becky. You're so sweet. First Sounds of all, hot. yeah, you sound wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Becky. We we want dick pics from you, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Becky, you sound truly amazing. Um, and great great question, Becky. I don't think uh, we've actually come across this question yet on the podcast. So no, I know we talked. I think we talked about dash cams one time. But I don't think we've talked yeah. about security cameras at all. Mm-hmm. Yep, that would be correct, sir. 
So, ah, man, I, you know, when it comes to security cams, man, I mean, this, the, the world is your oyster on this one. They, it is very hard, I think, to pin down. I mean, obviously, I think everyone is going to kind of have their, um, opinions on this and just saying, sure. like, you know, what works best for them and everything. It's really kind of, it's almost like the great debate of, like, who's better, can't, you know, Camcast or uh, CenturyLink, right? Either yeah. you're either you're a CenturyLink person or you're a fucking Comcast person, man. At least um, here in Denver, yeah, yeah, here in Denver, right? In other places, it could be I don't know, whatever, or like yeah, it's like front, Frontier or uh, Tampa would be Frontier or um, uh, Spectrum. Spectrum, right? Yeah, that's exactly. their version of Comcast versus CenturyLink. Or I guess we can even go bigger, uh, the great debate against cell phones. Are you uh, a Samsung Galaxy person or an iPhone person? Yeah, Android versus iPhone. Yeah, exactly. Some people, man, they love iPhones. I hate iPhones. I prefer Mm -hmm. Samsung. Um, There's a lot of people that hate CenturyLink Internet. I love CenturyLink Internet. Have never fucked me over, never raised my bill, and it's always been quality stuff, man. My nightmares rest with... Uh, Comcast and I'll never go back. There's a lot of people that say vice versa, oddly yep. enough. I'm the other way. I'm all Comcast, no CenturyLink. But I also don't have fiber to my house, so I'd be on CenturyLink DSL. Exactly. So, so I'm when, stuck with Comcast. When it comes to security cameras, honestly, Becky, the world is your oyster. There's a few, uh, I guess, depending on where you're actually located at, there's a few kind of larger name brands that personally at least i would go with just because of the fact that they're larger corporations you probably are going to have a better experience with services uh connectivity warranty all that kind of stuff so um simply safe wireless is a great company that has a great security system they will provide you as many cameras as you really need i think it's like up to whatever like eight or ten um, they'll all stream to basically one database, from my understanding. I've never personally used them, but um, and then you pay a, a monthly fee for however much security stuff that you have in case someone's taken a massive stinky green dump in your backyard by the tree. <laughs> behind the tree. Yeah, behind the tree. You never know. Um, another company, Nest Cams. You can also buy Nest Cameras. Um, Which is Google which is Google. So you've got great warranty, big company, lots of backing. You can guarantee that, you know, if one of your cameras shits out, Google doesn't care, man. They'll pro- there's a good chance they'll probably just like send you a yeah. new camera and say fuck it. It doesn't even matter to us. So Yeah, um, and it it's going to come down to too if you're looking for, you know, if you're looking for just like a DIY system, if you're willing to do the work to put the cameras in or if you want to go through yeah, Comcast has their own security stuff, ADT, if you want to go that route. I mean, mm-hmm. like you were saying, there's some like there's different versions. Obviously, you can have them um, if you could get a wired one. If you have PoE, power over Ethernet in your house, or if you have somebody who can run it, um, generally, you're going to be relying on your wireless network. If, you know, some of them based off a hub, so you basically have a hub that hooks into your uh, modem or your router, and then the cameras communicate directly with that hub. Well, if you got a bigger house, you need to get multiple hubs or, you know, like the Nest Cams, they, I think they, they go through your Wi-Fi, obviously go directly to the internet that way. Um, if you can't run power to them, you know, look at battery life, you know, some might have better battery life, that kind of stuff, ease of changing the battery. I know like the Nest ones, they're all magnetic, so you can just pull the whole thing down, take it inside, charge it, put it back out and then mm-hmm. look into fees too, obviously, because I know some camera companies, 
And I think Nest is the same way. You have to pay a monthly subscription fee to get them to back your recordings up, that kind of stuff. That way you don't have to have a big server in your house. So, you know, look into that too. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. yeah. And then another another company that personally, at least I would recommend just based off of experience, I guess actually two companies. Um, If you didn't want to go with Simply Safe or Nest, um, Ring makes doorbells. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Ring, they already make the the Ring doorbells themselves. They also make Ring security cameras. Um, Reliable company. They've been around for a long time, whatever. Um, But then another one that is slowly, oddly enough, man, I feel like doesn't get a whole lot of rep um, when it comes to security cameras, but Blink mini cameras. Mm -hmm. Blink mini cameras. Um, they work with Alexa. They're really, really small. They really don't have, um, like, the worst quality I've ever seen by any means. Um, I mean, they're such small cameras, so you're not going to get, like, some crazy HD resolution. But if you're looking just to see if, like, you know, what is your dog doing? Is he sleeping in the living room? Sure. Or is he, like, you know, shitting in your pillow? Um, you know, you'll be able to at least make all that kind of stuff out. And so... Uh, the Blink Minis, these are actually produced, if I'm not uh, wrong, if, you know, if I'm not wrong here, um, I believe that they're produced by Amazon. And these things, man, are, um, my dad purchased a whole bunch of these for his condo and for his house while he's kind of going back and forth between them. He absolutely loves these things. He's had them for months. They work great. Um, two-way audio, easy setup, works with Alexa. It just, it's all kind of intuitive with, you know with with everything especially if you have i guess like an alexa you know little microphone setup guy and then if you have one of those what are those man like the kitchen camera setup like it's almost like the ipad kind of thing you know like made the, by alexa what are the, what the fuck is it called yeah the echoes right yeah, the yeah, big yeah. fancy That's one with it. the screen yeah, yeah 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 so it works with that in case you have let's just say an echo that maybe you have like a couple of echoes one at your vacation home and then one at your personal home becky i don't know how much money you fucking have but you know if you got a couple of echoes and you want to start integrating alexa into your house and then you buy some of these blinks it's all very kind of interchangeable it's nice and that that's a good way to put it too if if you're a big google person and you have um same thing if you have google homes that kind of stuff around your house if you already have the nest thermostat if you already have that kind of thing chromecast they all you know the nest cams they all go into the google home so if you're an apple person i don't know i don't know what i don't know apple stuff but uh if you're an alexa person you know most of them work with alexa most of them work with google but if you're going google you're going to want to do nest um and if you're looking for like a cheap option you know it kind of depends if if you can set cameras up inside your house pointing out the windows and get the views you want, you can get a lot cheaper camera, you know, that you can just plug into the wall. There's cheap as 40 bucks for like a wise camera. Um, so, you know, the options well, are out there. Yeah. And these these Blink Mini cameras, man, these things, like I, like I said, really, really small um, right now. And I'm assuming that this will probably carry on through Christmas here, but you can buy two mini blink cameras for 30 dollars 
um, which is pretty crazy, man, considering that and they're plug in. So you're not like taking them down, recharging them. Obviously, figuring out the wiring and plugging them in can be a bit of a pain, but they have night vision. They have motion detection. It is two way audio, all that kind of stuff. So for 30 bucks and getting two security cameras, maybe one on the front porch and one on the back porch or maybe by that tree that everyone keeps shitting by because, you know, decided to <laughs> live in a college town or something, you know, maybe maybe you just stick one in the tree and then that way you can start yelling at a college kids as they're taking dumps in your yard. Yeah. You know, and for so. 30 bucks or whatever, too. I mean. It'd be a good trial thing, right? You get it? Yeah. Okay, these aren't really what I wanted. It's only 30 bucks. It's not like you invested $500 or more into the system. No, exactly. So um, we hope that 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 answers your question there, Becky. We appreciate the uh, voicemail there, and we hope that this helps you out. Be sure to uh, email us and let us know how it goes. Please. Yeah. Yeah. And don't, don't forget about those dick pics. And don't forget about those tit, those dick pics, you know, or t- or tit pics, I don't, or you know, tit whatever. pics. Yeah. Did hey Gage? Uh huh. Oh well, I, no, never mind. I had. I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I'm gonna tell you on the next episode. I've I've got a. Uh, oh, don't do that to me. Yeah, I've got a boob joke for you on the next one. <sighs> Come on. Are you gonna remember it? <laughs> or did yes, because I'm, I'm I'm writing it down. Uh, next, <laughs> um, sag, saggy saggy boob joke for okay. Gage. Okay, good opener. Good. There we go. And <laughs> don't forget. I will not, sir. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next topic here my friend christmas presents christmas presents christmas presents so gage mm-hmm. we talked about what you had uh kind of wanted i guess i mean i know i think i have an idea a little bit of of you know we've talked we've spit back and forth ideas here on what we're looking for for christmas so sure um i told you Right. Christmas. I mean, obviously, everything goes on sale, man. Amazon just like on fire. It seems like everything's fucking 50 percent off. Oh, on yeah. Amazon. It's 27 percent, 34 percent, 48 percent. Like no matter what you look at, it's on sale. Yeah, it's just it gets a little fucking ridiculous. So, yeah, um, I I was able to put down uh, a decent amount of things. I ended up veering away. We discussed this on a few episodes ago, man. I veered away from the golf simulator. Actually, you did. I did. Yep. <gasps> Let me tell you why. I found out. Look, and I, I th- was. I'm a little sad now, but go ahead. Well, let me explain. Because then, okay. when I explain, you probably won't be as sad. Mm. Trust me. Okay. So, I was looking up all those reviews, and I was looking into the golf simulator that I wanted, and it just. It was looking like, man, it just was not going to pan out the way I wanted it to. Um, people were saying that it's like the cl- it's only measuring club head speed and it's only measuring the angle that you're coming across the ball. So you okay. can only and even the club head speed, man, because the camera sits behind you. It's really not all that accurate. It's still going to be off anywhere between five to 20 yards. And that's a little disappointing knowing that. 
mine and yours golf game, I think, is down to the point where we honestly choose our golf clubs down to the tenth of the yard, right? It's not just like, oh, that's far as fuck. Grab the biggest stick you got. It's literally like, okay. <laughs> grip, grip it and rip it. This is 220 yards. I need to grab a four hybrid, you know, right. because it's out of the rough. Or I am 150 yards out. I have to grab an eight iron, whatever, right? So I didn't want to go and buy this $600 piece of equipment that was going to be way off where it's going to naturally kind of like start to throw off my actual golf game right sure now the other reason man was because last weekend i finally got to go and try the golf simulator at my wife's work for free finding out that i had free access to it apparently this whole time it nice. is it you just is gonna drive 30 minutes to get there yeah it is a eighteen thousand dollar golf simulator that i have free access to jeez it has E6 Connect, so it has access to like a decent amount of golf courses, man. It has Pebble Beach. It has uh, Sanctuary, um, out in Daniels Park on there. It has like all these other nice golf courses. And me and Mitch and my dad were playing on it, man. And the yardage on this thing was actually stupidly accurate. And we actually had a lot of fun on it. So... I came to the determination, man, that me blowing 600 bucks because I don't feel like driving 30 minutes to go to an $18,000 golf simulator. And mind you that this is probably only for like three months out of the year. So and we're talking maybe like I'll use it and I'll only really need it maybe four times out of the entire year. Seems a little ridiculous to blow 600 bucks on. Right. Yeah. So. I veered away from that, my friend. I'm sorry, but it doesn't. It's okay. It's okay. It doesn't matter because I wasn't going to bring it over to your house in knowing that I could have a shorter drive and meet you at Northridge for a free, better experience. Right. And I also get into the rec center. Mm -hmm. Do you have to pay? So now I guess we're getting off topic a little here, but people who have memberships to the rec center, is that an additional charge? To play the golf simulator? Yes. Everyone members have to pay an additional $10 for every 30 minutes. Me and you, okay. my friend, me and you, my friend, who we have access to, Patrick, Margaret, Tyler, all these right. friends, Brianna, Amanda, who have access to, I think it's called the Simple Mind um, website, they can golf or they can book us two hours of this golf thing which me and you could get through a round of 18 completely free sweet and everyone gave me approval to basically book as much as i want whenever the fuck i want and the other thing is that members can only book 10 days ahead all of our friends that have access they can book more than 10 days in advance so me and you right now gage could literally book every tea time from now until march for completely free <laughs> on this golf simulator and then get back to the real shit in April and not pay a single penny on an $18,000 golf simulator. So with that being said, no, I did not get the $600 golf simulator. Damn it. Does that make sense now? No. Sweet. Glad, <laughs> glad, glad I just spent 10 minutes. Explaining uh, that. I just, okay. The only reason why I'm upset and I'm hurt by it. It's not like we can bring our own beer into the rec center and drink it. Right. Wrong. 
I convinced Margaret and, well, you know, I shouldn't name names. I convinced a bunch of people <laughs> that basically, <laughs> as long as they can't see that it's a beer can and that the beer is maybe in a different canister uh-huh. and no one can actually prove it and we're not getting out of hand, they don't fucking care. Cool. So, yes, actually, free golf, free uh, cart, free cart girl, free booze. Well, not free, but cheap booze. Cheap. Uh, yeah, cart girl that is five, not even five feet, one foot away from you. She shows up whenever <laughs> you want, and it's free golf on an $18,000 simulator. And you just have to drive 30 minutes, and you get to play 18 gauge in a matter of like two hours and there's no waiting seriously and two hours huh yep and me and mitch were fucking around this was a really fun thing man they had a game on the golf simulator that was literally just a driving range uh uh hit as far as you can Mm -hmm. i hit a ball at sea level according to the golf simulator 327 yards jesus (laughs) we were having so much fucking fun with this thing man that it's like unbelievable me and you will have to go i'm i think i'm booking margaret said i could book a tea time here in like two weeks um between christmas and new year so me and you can go for sure sweet yeah i'm totally down instead gauge for christmas i am getting um i'm i requested a a steamy dick kind of like yours el gato three Okay. Um, just because, as as uh, for all of you listeners out there, me and Gage plan on expanding the podcast a little bit more, getting into streaming, creating videos. Se- season three is going to be huge. Season three is going to be huge. We have a lot of things coming. Big expansion. Merry Christmas to all of you guys. More to come on that. But in order for me to do that, Gage, I need a steamy dick. So you can, you know, play noises like this whenever you want to. I don't know about that noise. There's other noises, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want to watch a live stream with that going on, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what's funny is like, so I've been playing um, some Age of Empires with my sister here recently. And, you know, I can play this stuff through the stream or when I'm playing with her. And so like. You know, you would think after like two or three hours of playing, hearing would get annoying, but it just doesn't, man. Like it just it gets doesn't. funnier every time. It just fucking does it, man. <laughs> so a couple other things that I, I asked for, though, I asked for some anti-gravity inversion hang boots um, just because my back is starting to get slowly compressed at my new job and it bothers me. Like, so like where you hook your feet up and just hang in like a doorway. Yeah. So let me explain. Okay. These things hook around your ankle, and they have little hooks. Yeah, on the ends of them. Now you can either buy this little contraption that does like hook and kind of like hang around your doorway, kind of like the pull up bars do or whatever. Right. Except these ones have a little uh, bar that sticks out a little bit further, so you can hang the boots on. Um, my intention with these though, is that I've got this huge wide open basement and I can actually, um, I already figured out basically, man, I can pretty easily, 
I, I know this sounds sketch as fuck. I can hang basically a, like a, a two by four or two by six. I even have access to like free gas piping that would actually work with these boots and literally just string it through uh, the joists in the ceiling. And then I could just hook on that thing. Whole purpose is just to stretch out my back, decompress the spine, all that kind of stuff. Sure. Now, is this something you're you're going to have for at home? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is for so. How do you hook yourself onto it? Like you got to crawl up there and like get your leg up there and then swing the other one up. Uh, I would just. I would just jump up there, grab it with my hands, and then I would just swing both of my ankles up, basically, almost like an ab crunch, okay. hook onto it, and then just the trust fall. That's where it really happens. Then I got to let go of this bar and hang myself <laughs> and, upside down. And hope it supports you. <laughs> Pray to God <laughs> I hung this fucking gas pipe correctly from the ceiling, yeah. Uh, I don't so, know, man. Hey, for I 35 bucks. I want to see it. I don't want to try it. Yeah, that's fine. Well, I'm going to try it out on the steel beam gauge directly behind me right uh, there. Okay. And directly below that is my beanbag, a huge beanbag chair. <laughs> That's where I intend on first trying this whole thing out. So um, I got that. I got a Bluetooth thermostat meant to hook up to one of my brewing buckets because I brew a lot of beer. Um I know this seems a little crazy after I just talked about not getting the golf simulator, but I still want actually a hitting mat, like a premium impact mat that actually tells you primarily for, it's not for your driver or hybrids or anything. It's primarily for irons, but right. it tells you if you're just a swinging straight across the ball, B if you're chunking it or thinning it. And it's just there to kind of help you practice, take, you know, 1000 swings a day get a really good feeling of what the correct impact is supposed to be like. Um, and then I did get a chipping net just because chipping is probably one of the weakest parts of my game alongside yeah, me too. Yeah. Alongside putting. But I figured if I could actually figure out since my drive is good and my irons are actually good, if I could figure out my chipping game and just get the chip within, you know, five feet of the hole, I probably right. don't really need to fucking practice putting as much. So, um, Fair enough. and then, Yep, and then obviously the steamy dick, and then um, <laughs> and then I also requested a desktop glass whiteboard that me and Gage will one day eventually uh, hopefully start branding this and, and be able to sell it to you guys because we think, or at least I think that it's a very cool idea. Um, but it's basically a little whiteboard that sits in front of your desk. You can write down ideas with a little dry erase marker. It comes with a little eraser. Um, it's kind of like angled at like a, th I don't know, like almost like a 45 degree angle yeah. or 33 degree angle. Um, you can write stuff on there and then erase it. Obviously it's a dry erase marker, but then it has a little slot in the back. So you can actually holster maybe like your iPad or your phone or some pens or whatever. The dry erase board like folds up cause it's like, it sits a little bit taller. You can put stuff in there, pens, paper clips, whatever, sticky notes, just shit that, you know, to help keep you, I guess, organized sitting at your desk. Um, and then mine also, though, has a little wireless um, phone charger um, sitting on it because I actually very consistently, man, sit down here in my basement with no phone charger, kind of pissed off that I don't have a phone charger and I'm too right. lazy to go get one. <laughs> and 
this happens to me like 50% of the year and I just get annoyed and I'm just like, oh, this kind of solves like a couple problems all at once, man. Um, I can write notes to myself as reminders, charge my phone, put my iPad somewhere, clean up my desk a little bit. So, yeah, that is my Christmas list. Sure. Nice. What do you got? Uh, I got a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I asked for some key lights, some Elgato key lights, so I can more streaming, podcasting, that kind of stuff, just have better lighting. Um, I have like a little mini one that I've had for a while that I just started using, but the battery just died. So, Robert, that's why I look weird now. Um, and then a couple mounts so <laughs> I can mount them up on my wall there or on go. the shelves that are there just so I can get the right angle. They're adjustable, that kind of stuff. Um, uh, new pair of headphones. So I love my Sonys that I have. I have the Sony WH-1000XM2s, which are like four years old now that I use on airplanes and stuff all the time just because with the noise canceling, they're fantastic. But they're starting to not work so well just because I use them all the time around the house when I'm cleaning, vacuuming, all that kind of stuff. So I did ask for the new WH-1000XM5s, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, And then... Other than that, I asked for a, uh, a Wustoff 8-inch chef's knife. Not tech-related, but I love cooking. and Yeah, um, yeah I've always I've been using uh, crappy, like, Cuisinart knives for years, so I've slowly been upgrading. I have two Wustoffs, and now I want this one to kind of keep going. But, you know, that's, that's like a $170 knife, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, which funny enough, man, that you actually say that I was really close to buying myself some a brand new knife set because I bought a really cheap knife set for me and Margaret when we first moved in. And that's what I did, too. Yeah. And then I I I also I love to cook, man. I cook a lot. Um, I not I haven't been cooking as much recently. But anyways, long story short, man. Um, I was doing so much research on knives and the different types of knives, the different uh like i guess the different materials that you can make them out of or buy them i guess um whether it's stainless steel or damascus or you know whatever right and i came to this uh realization that with like tyler um one of our friends right that it there's it almost doesn't well i'm not i'm not gonna say that it doesn't matter what kind of knife that you buy because it really uh, a good knife set man will have like perfect balance in the handle. So it feels super clean to use and mine are super off balance. It feels like shit. But what I did come to learn though, is that like my stainless steel set, I'm constantly having to sharpen them. Yeah. And there's pros and cons to it. The pros, these things have never rusted and I've had them for like six years now. The cons stainless steel loses its edge really quickly. So I'm constantly having to sharpen it pro it's easy to actually redefine the edge but the con is is that even though you go and you redefine the edge and do all this like lengthy work to it you're constantly having to redo it so did is this a damascus carbon steel knife or what exactly do you know it is a german i mean i don't really know i mean like i said (laughs) i've had wustoffs that one i had which is four years ago so I'm pretty consistent about sharpening my knives almost every time I use it. Yeah. So I I, I guess I just keep them as sharp as I possibly can. Um, hold on. I can uh, read you some info. Uh, 
Please note I'm, that the logo on your knives may differ slightly. <laughs> that's important. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's got a uh, precision edge technologies ensures a 20% sharper blade with twice the edge retention. Ooh. Um, the handle perfectly balances the knife to mitigate fatigue. It uh, hand-honed high carbon steel blade maintains mm, a razor okay. sharp edge. High carbon steel. So they're German. The high carbon steel knives, man, are purposely meant for right because you've got just plain steel knives, but they can very easily rust out, and you're constantly mm. having to actually like reseason them and sharpen them and make sure that you dry them immediately, you clean and dry immediately after use. Otherwise, they're going to start to rust yeah, out. You don't want they... that stuff sitting on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carbon is supposed to help knives not actually rust out. So high carbon steel is this good mixture. It's a good little hybrid. But because of the fact that it is also you're taking out from the steel factor and you're mixing in carbon, they can tend to wear a little bit faster. Where the knives really get a little expensive is that they're actually practicing balancing these things and figuring out a good density of in between. I'm assuming they have like a wood handle to them. Yeah, it's like a composite handle, but obviously the the metal part runs through the whole handle. Exactly. And they're actually putting in probably past the point, like inside of the wood, it's probably less carbon and more steel and combining those metals, man, is what gets it so expensive. And so that's where though the Damascus steel is where a lot of people are, are moving towards has nothing to fucking do with the actual capabilities of the knives. Damascus steel or what Damascus is is basically almost like unpolished steel and so you actually see all the fold marks of what is high carbon steel and that's it right so whether you actually like i guess fall for the whole like damascus part of it like it makes it sound fucking fancy but it really doesn't actually mean anything they look really cool too they look fucking awesome that's what i I always associate that with like japanese knives like a you know that kind of stuff Mm mm-hmm yeah. And so actually, man, for my birthday, I got a knife sharpener that I've been wanting for quite some time that my buddy Tyler, me and him had done tons of research. Um, I had kind of like convinced him to go this direction because I was getting sick of my uh, sharpening stone. And he was really struggling to adopt a sharpening sharpening stone and figuring out how to use it. He kept losing his angle. It was slipping. He he thought that it took too long, especially because our sharp my sharpening stone was a soaking stone. Um, so he got tired of waiting for it. So then he went with this belt sander because there's actually a lot of professionals, man, that'll actually use just like belt sanders for sharpening knives and redefining their edge. So there's this company that makes these like mini belt sharpeners basically that help mm-hmm. like hold the edge and you just turn it on and you just pull the knife basically through it and right it runs it runs the edge along the belt um so i went and i bought one where i can actually adjust the angle anywhere between like 15 to, to 20 degrees man best fucking sharpener i've ever bought dude and this thing works so fucking fabulous that it's like I've made even like my really cheapo set and don't get me wrong. I still want to buy new knives and I'm, I'm yeah. super fucking jealous of yours, but it's, it's resharpened and redefined my stainless steel knives to actually make them feel brand new. They just feel and look like shit is the only problem. Sure. But you know, you know I, I still use my, 
Cuisinart set that I bought at Costco seven years ago. I use it all the time. And yeah. It, you know, same thing. It, I can keep them sharp, but then, you know, you do pick up like a good knife and then you're just like, oh, that's amazing. It. And it is so funny too, dude. Like, you know, I cook all the time because I love cooking and it's like, I love like seeing that recipe where it's like, oh, I got to chop a lot of stuff. Fuck yeah. Like Zing. I'm just down there. It's like, tick, 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 like all the time. And I'm just like, I'm just going to chop a little more. <laughs> yeah. And everything's a fine dice just because it's fun. You know, it's fun. Yeah. And that's where, man, like I've thought about buying myself just one single nice, expensive, well-balanced Damascus high carbon steel knife. Just one in a chef knife, right? An eight inch chef knife. Right. Pretty universal, can use it for multiple things, whether it's like, you know, whatever it is, you know, right? Could, cutting meat, cutting fucking vegetables, yeah. chopping, whatever, dicing, all that kind of stuff. It's funny though because it's like. your face, your legs, yeah. your balls. Whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do. Your, your balls. <laughs> and then you go that chop. Could, that could end in disaster. Yeah, and then you go chop up some garlic after that, you know, and then throw yeah. it in your in uh, whatever meal you're making. So and then your kids are over there pulling teeth <laughs> out of their teeth. Anyway, <laughs> and so I I thought about buying myself just one knife, and it's my knife, like my special knife, right? And I I decided that I wanted like all this other shit first, basically before I bought that. But it's hilarious that it's like I don't know it, the. The true important thing is just having a sharp knife, no matter what it's made of. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter the cost, doesn't matter what it's what brand it is, how cheap it was, whatever. The main factor is just have a goddamn sharp knife. Next step after that is like having a well-balanced knife, and that's where like paying for an expensive knife like what you're getting, man, is what I I want. Is just one nice well-balanced knife for myself. Margaret on the other hand, my wife she thinks you can use a cake knife to fucking cut anything. She yeah. uses a cake knife to cut steak, to cut chicken. She uses the cake knife to fucking chop up onions and garlic, maybe a pepper. Yeah. I she... lose my mind, dude. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you doing with this fucking 11-inch blade cutting this tiny piece of chicken bro like god just grab is it the goddamn serrated chef knife. too is it a serrated knife no no, no, no it's no, not no. okay thank god i would have really lost my shit so <laughs> but that's where i think man like i'm almost safe personally and not just does, does uh, your roommate cook a lot no she doesn't uh she doesn't uh she doesn't cook i cook <laughs> so me and you are very similar. Margaret doesn't cook a whole lot. She cooks a lot Monday through Friday. Well, kind of, whatever. It's not, I, I don't know if I, whatever. But that's where, like, I could probably buy an expensive Damascus high carbon steel knife and be safe knowing that she's not going to, like, take it and ruin it because she's probably not going to want to touch it knowing that she doesn't even really cook a lot to begin with. Sure. And where I may have to invest in one maybe, like, next year sometime. Yeah. Yeah. And I, Maybe that's something we can do down the road. I'll give a review of it when I get it, assuming I get it for Christmas, um, and just kind of let you know how it is. I mean, it and I mean, you know how it is. I like cooking just because I like cooking and I like being in the kitchen by myself and like just it's fun, you know. Yeah, that's the only reason why I 
my roommate doesn't really cook is just because like I like it so much that like that's like my me time. Like you crack a beer, you're in there just chopping onions, you know, doing whatever you're doing, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I can definitely say, man, too, that I I think in, in no, no offense to my kids, I love spending time with my kids, but <laughs> cooking cooking was a lot more fun when I didn't have kids. Now that sure. I have kids, they constantly want to be up in my junk, and it's not that I don't want to teach them how to cook. But there's just some times where cooking is also it's not just like a you, there's there's a lot of timing to it. And just like sure. I can't just sit here and stir the goddamn fucking milk. I need to reduce it down just a little bit. And then I got to immediately start adding in cheese and garlic and all this stuff. And I don't have time to just like watch my daughter stir fucking milk for 20 minutes in, yeah, you, you're, in a you saucepan. Should, you're cooking. Yeah. Mac and cheese with the kids, you know. Yes. And that's where it's gotten difficult because it's, you know, they always want to be with me. And so I've found that it's almost just easier for me to go teach them how to cook and play on their little cook set in their little miniature grill that we bought them, their toy grill and their, (laughs) their toy kitchen, rather than trying to bring them into the kitchen around sharp knives. And I've got like time sensitive stuff. And right. Yeah. So. The cooking has gone downhill a little bit for me, but yeah, but I mean, that's understandable. Yep. I ain't got nothing to do, so I just cook. So, um, anything else that you're getting for Christmas? No, I think that was it. I mean, I know I'm getting like Home Depot gift cards because I got a, a bathroom project I'm going to be working on. So there's going to be a lot of that. So it, not a super exciting Christmas, I don't think. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. That's I like everything that you uh, you're asking for there, brother. Sounds like a good Christmas to me. So yeah, I mean I don't really care. I could I could get a bag of oranges for Christmas. I don't care. <laughs> good probably, to know. I could probably yeah yeah. So Robert, if you're looking for me, uh, well, I like Cuties Brands Clementines, and uh, that's all I need. You just gave me an idea for a white elephant gift because I don't have one yet. <laughs> a bag of oranges. <laughs> Well, Margaret yelled at me that I have to fucking buy something this year that I can't use the junk what, around the house. It's a, a twenty dollar limit, right? You could buy a lot of oranges for twenty bucks. Uh, dude, I just don't. I yeah, and I, I, my concept of white <laughs> elephant is it does. You don't have to spend money. It's white elephant for no, a right. reason, right? You know? It's like I gave that one year. I did. Um, you remember that where I just framed a picture of myself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or your the calendar you made of yourself. Yeah, the, or the calendar or the CD. Yeah. The CD. Yeah. I for all I care, man, I'll wrap this this fucking ping pong table behind me and send that <laughs> off to White Elephant because I I literally because you want to get rid of it. Yes, yeah, because right. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> but what a great gift! Someone's gonna want that, you know. Oh, someone's yeah. gonna if fight you got, over if that you got shit. room for it. Yeah, someone's gonna fight over it. I can tell you that much. So yeah. Um. Anyways, that. Yeah, well, that that's a a, a whole other episode. Great white elephant gift ideas that will uh, that we'll would have be to, a, that'd be a good episode. Yeah, maybe next we'll Christmas, season three, Christmas. We're talking white elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write it down on the on the document. Um, so I know that this episode's running a little long, so I just I want to touch on just a few things. I do want to congratulate Elden Ring, a game that we had have literally been talking about on this podcast for like what feels like two fucking years straight since since like episode one yeah literally um they won game 
of the year award. Claps. Claps. Oh, claps. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not used to having this kind of control. That's why I need a steamy dick, you know? Right. Just so well, that yeah. way I, I can You turn know on what my own you claps. want. I know what I want. Yeah. You know, you could have just been like, hey, hey, and I'd be like, huh? Ho, ho, ho. And we're listening to Santa. Yeah, I'll go, I, the next time I do this, just be prepared for, uh, yeah. You need to, like, <laughs> what you need to do is get, like, a whiteboard that you hold up to the camera, like, clapping, clapping. Oh, <laughs> uh, you mean, like, the whiteboard I'm about to get, hopefully, for Christmas? Right, yeah, yeah, and you just write fart on it, and I can play a fart. <laughs> So Elden Ring won Game of the Year. Congratulations to them, dude. It really is an amazing game. And similar to what we talked about with uh, Callisto Protocol, which I did finish that game, I'm going to finish off my game review of that on the next episode uh, because I did finally finish it, and I do have um, some additional thoughts on the final boss and all that kind of stuff where I think the game is going to go, all that kind of shit. But um, From Software announced a new game, Armored Core. We will also talk about that a little bit more. Um, and the developers of Elden Ring also had briefly touched on um, a DLC. I guess uh, they released a new patch that contained what might have been a mistake DLC for free. Very interesting story. We'll follow up with that one on the next episode also. And last piece of news that I have that I find insanely fucking exciting, man. Diablo 4 has a fucking release date motherfucker finally <laughs> motherfucker man diablo 4 finally has a release date it is coming out june 6th and the beta currently right now is not released but you may have a chance to play the beta here in january and there's two ways of doing that either a you can go over to battle.net and you can sign up for the beta if you have a battle.net account or if you would like to, you can also pre-purchase the game, and with the pre-purchase the game, uh, Blizzard is going to release the beta to you here in January or February, whenever they decide to release it, potentially March. And depending on the level that you purchase of Diablo 4 in, I guess, the pre-purchase of it, um, you may not only get the beta, but you could also even have four day early access of Diablo four, which will be a nice little thing Ooh, to have, which I, sweet. I intend on taking uh, full advantage of. And <laughs> if we are allowed, obviously Blizzard was very, very strict on the closed beta and anyone being able to stream it. If uh, Blizzard allows, um, I guess, content creators to actually um, stream, dream or release uh, footage of the beta, then you can find that over at Tech Brews Games uh, YouTube channel. And we'll be, uh, I at least personally will be live streaming it for sure. So sweet. Um, that's some of the game news that I got. Nice. Uh, I don't have game news, but a couple quick things. You know me, I love looking at expensive things. So I'm on my favorite website, golden.co. And uh, there are a few very cool things that are up for sale that uh, don't close for about two weeks. There's two Banksy signs that he turned into art. One's going for 290000 One's going for 270000 Again, there's still two weeks left on this bidding. This just opened What? Up. Yeah. So the one thing that I am really, really interested in here um, is actually it's a first edition Harry Potter in the Philosopher's Stone. 
So they only ever made 500 first edition copies. Mm-hmm. And this is back in 97. So there's only 500 of, out there. They come up for auction every few years. This one is already at $55,000. And uh, it's still got two weeks to go. So that'll be interesting to watch. So we'll be watching oh that over God. the next two weeks. Um, and then there's also... <laughs> There's a, uh, a Mike Tyson's punch out for uh, the uh, NES. It's sealed mm-hmm. with a 9.6 rating and uh, the seal rating of A+. It's currently going for $5,000, and it also has uh, two weeks to go. And then the last thing I did see, I've been watching this one. It's been on here for like a month. The uh, Aaron Judge home run, his uh, beating Roger Maris's record is 62nd home run of the season. It's currently sitting at 1.2 million for the baseball. Huh. Yeah. Wow. So what and the hell? it's got two days left. So it ends on Saturday the 17th. So that'll be interesting to see what it goes up to. Yeah. Well, I've got about two pennies to rub together. So I guess yeah. I won't be buying that anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not buying anything like that. <laughs> nope. Nope. Maybe if we get lucky and we get some uh some new streamer memberships going on our YouTube channels, Gabe. Maybe yeah. uh maybe we can get on there and spend one point two million dollars on a baseball. <laughs> yeah. Or, or or even even fifty five thousand dollars on a Harry Potter book. <laughs> maybe. I doubt you it. You never know. But maybe. I mean, there's tons of stuff on here we could buy. Well, I'll definitely be curious, I guess, next week to see how all this stuff turns out. And then uh, also be sure to check in with us next week, even though we're recording this actually kind of middle December. This next episode won't release until technically, I guess, actually. uh, What is that, man? The 30th? This episode's recording the 23rd. The next one will be the 30th. It'll be the 30th, yeah. So when we're actually recording, I guess, on the 30th, we won't actually have gone through Christmas yet. So then we'll have to explain on the first week of January what we actually got for Christmas. But on the next episode that's going to post on the 30th and we haven't actually technically gone through Christmas yet. Right. We will discuss at least some new uh, hypersonic missile technology, some SR-72 Blackbird technology, because uh, Sir Gagelot fucking loves uh, some of that high-tech military airplanes uh, aeroplanes and missiles yeah um we briefly will touch on some uh, power fusion technology that's advancing which is kind of crazy we'll explain that stuff to you guys and then we'll dive into some video game stuff also around armored core um elden ring uh dlcs and uh talk a little more a little more uh, diablo 4 with you guys so nice. be sure to, be sure to go over to uh the youtube channel we're going to start streaming um, a few things. I plan on diving back into uh, City Skylines, Gage. Very nice. Yeah. I'm looking to play old school games that I grew up playing with for that nostalgia nostalgia value. See if there's other people who played the same games as me. There we go. And yeah. anyone that listens to this and they want to actually join us, feel free to join us. We're, uh, we'd love to jump on and play some co-op with you guys a little bit. So um, check us out on YouTube. Follow us. I'll be streaming at least on Sundays for sure. So... Um, Otherwise, we'll plan on seeing you guys on the next episode.